So hoping this works. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. So um, I'm working for a website called Comic Buzz, okay. which it's all volunteer people that write for it, doing reviews on comics, films, manga, anime, conventions, and then the odd few interviews that okay. we can get. Sure. So um, that's why I'm here today. Mm-hmm. It's my first time actually at JCon. Mm-hmm. I go to a lot of our conventions around when I can make it. That makes three of us. That yeah. makes three of us, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been here before for another convention that ended there two years ago called mm-hmm. Ertacon. Mm-hmm. So now JCon is now in Crow Park instead. Right. Good. So massive venue. Yeah. Yeah. It's really nice, actually, yeah. I was surprised about the stadium right here. Yeah, that, yeah. I was like, whoa, dude. <laughs> That's where all the hurling finals and football finals mm-hmm. and rugby finals yeah, happen. That's so, so extra. I was like, is there a Q&A out there? <laughs> Everyone oh. else sitting in the bleachers? <laughs> Try and go to a concert there. It's a real experience. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, I, I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a couple of questions anyway for you guys. Yep. Okay. So if you're all good. Mm-hmm. Yep. So how do you find and join the crew at Tokyo Creative, and can you describe your work with them? Uh, Tokyo Creative's pretty good. Um, I mean, it, I haven't personally done too many projects as much as Joey because I just moved to Japan. Mm-hmm. So a lot of that time was actually just me settling in, but. So far, I mean, like, I, I do like the fact that we get to travel to other places in Japan. I think I've immediately been thrown into the culture, which can be overwhelming for some people, but I don't really mind it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, and I also just get to meet a lot of different creators, so it's pretty cool. You? Yeah, um, you? I'm not with Tokyo Creative, per se. I just mm-hmm. kind of, like, do yeah. stuff for them, mm-hmm. because a lot of the people who work there, I, I've known before Tokyo Creative mm-hmm. was even a thing. So I kind of just, like work on a like personal friendship basis kind of thing like they do stuff for me i do stuff for them vice versa um but yeah no like i really like them because they yeah as as aki said like i get to travel a lot with them Mm. especially domestically in japan and i've been living there for three and a half years already but there's still a lot of rural japan that i haven't really experienced yet and taking creative gives me like a really good incentive to like actually go out there and like see cool stuff that i otherwise probably would never find the time to go to so yeah i I really like what they do and like and all the people there are awesome and yeah it's it's fun stuff so your collab came out the other day where they came into your home and you showed them around where you're living oh yeah Mm. yeah 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 so would you be doing any other collabs like that in the future with other Say, maybe not Tokyo Creative, the team, but maybe with some of the YouTubers that are a part of that team. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I've, I've done a few collabs with, like, people from Tokyo Creative. So, like, I've done stuff with Emma um, and, like, Chris Broad and, like... Uh, oh, yes, you know, his bike journey. Yeah, like, I was trip. on his bike yeah. trip mm-hmm. and, like... That was one of my favorite videos. Oh, thank did. you. Yeah, him and I have been, like, planning out some, like, uh, kind of bigger YouTube projects together mm-hmm. for next year. Um, and, like... Yeah, I mean, yeah, if, if they're open to it and it sounds cool enough that I can participate in, then why not? Yeah. yeah. You know, just try everything out, basically. Give it a go. If it works, mm-hmm. then it works. If it doesn't, then think of something else. Yeah. yeah. It's just a matter of, like, thinking of different ideas to do. Um, everyone's pretty busy, but, like, when uh, usually ideas just come up so casually. So mm. it, it, my answer is, like, when they are open to it, when someone thinks of something, then we'll make a video. Yeah. So... Mm. <laughs> so I'm going to Japan next year with oh, my good. soon-to-be husband, mm-hmm. and we're going for a honeymoon in Tokyo. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, can you sh- 
suggest any day trips from Tokyo that would be worth doing? Uh, depends what you're into, really. I mean, anime. we get this question a lot. <laughs> anime, anime. Well, <laughs> anime. Well, obviously, you know, there's the uh, usual like Akihabara, which is mm. like considered like anime city. Um, that's within Tokyo, so that's really nice. Um, one one thing that I like to do a lot, which is uh, like a little series that I do on my channel, which mm. I like to do more often, is a uh, is a series called Anime in Real Life. Mm. So there's a lot of like real life locations that anime studios use to you know either be influenced in the anime or actually just directly reflected in the anime and there are a lot of websites that tell you like oh if you want to look for this particular scene in this particular anime go here such as the stairs from your name exactly yeah. the stairs from your name or you know like if you go to shinjuku Gyoen, mm. um then like the entire scene from or the entire garden of words movie is all set there and everything so that's like a really like fun and exciting thing, especially if you find like that one scene in that one anime that you really, really mm. love and you're like, oh my god, this is the place. Um, and I've had that experience so many times. Um, and I mean like there's a lot of, especially if you're in Tokyo, there are a lot of like really nice places outside of the main Tokyo area mm. that is, it, it's still within Tokyo, but it is just completely rural. Um, so like, What's an example? Like Mount Takao, mm. which is like this mountain in Tokyo. It's like a two-hour trip from Shinjuku. So it's like easily a day trip. And it's so in the middle of nowhere and it's just so green and lush that it doesn't seem like Tokyo at all. But it is still technically Tokyo. Yeah. So places like that are really nice. Mm. And like, I don't know. What, what? I like to go to Ikebukuro, which is also where Durarara is yes. based off of. Um, I like it because not many people go there for anime stuff but mm. if you go to the back there's a thing called otome road which is like boys which is where you first see Soti, isn't it yeah yeah underneath the bridge yep. yeah 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 um and um yeah over there i like to go there because uh, me and my friends we like going doujin collecting mm. or sometimes the cafes are quite nice and this is going beyond boys love mm. like uh, some of them are actually quite funny mm. um like there's one called like candle wax boys where like <laughs> They just, like, you can order something and then they'll pour candle wax on the other person just so you can see them in pain. Um, it's, it's very niche. Yeah, it's very niche. Japan loves catering to the niche and make I a I may whole... have a day to myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I've, I've, I've made a few videos in Otome Road. I did, like, the butler thing because I have a lot of back, black butler fans, so you get to do that. Um, and also, Ikebukuro has the famous Pokemon Center that... Mm. My whole outfit, I think it's from. I love that jacket so much. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Except the shoes, I didn't get I these from Kim Dao has exactly the same jacket as well. I think she does. Yeah. Yeah, um, I it's just gorgeous. <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah. I was looking at this for a while. My dad bought it for me for my uh, birthday when he, I brought him out to visit, and he knew I was staring at it. <laughs> so yeah, no, um, yeah, Ikebukuro is really good, uh, especially if you want to take like a real life anime photo. Mm. Uh, just get the same screenshot and. Pokemon Center. It's and it's really, really nice. Ikebukuro is really nice as well. It's because like a lot of people when they first visit Japan tend to go to like Shinjuku or mm. Shibuya. And even anime fans go to Akihabara, which is, yeah. even, which is quite overwhelming. But, but not many people go to Ikebukuro. Yeah. It's kind mm. of like a hidden little area. I'm mm. trying to leave Ikebukuro to last because we're based in our saying in oh, Asakusa. Okay, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. we're trying to just... Asakusa. Step by step. So I've never seen, <laughs> I don't mean to like um, scare you, but I've never seen Asakusa empty. Like, I've never seen it not yeah. chill. Yeah, it's always packed. Doesn't matter what time of the day you go, what day of the week you go, it's just 
Yeah. Shoulder to shoulder people. I everywhere. haven't told him that. <laughs> oh, he's gonna love it. Yeah. <laughs> he's going over two weeks in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so That's mine. um. <laughs> cool. Okay. No, this is mine. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> so, what is your favorite store in Japan, and the one where you found the best finds and bargains? Um. So I like to read a lot of manga, mm. and I like to collect a lot I of physical never manga. Guessed. And I like to collect a lot of physical manga because I just Mm. love the feeling of a physical book. Way better than read it on Kindle. Oh yeah, of course. And I mean, like, if you have to read on Kindle, then you read on Kindle. Mm. Um, But uh, there's a lot of like really nice secondhand manga stores Mm. all over Japan. Uh, So like, Book Off is one that I utilize quite a bit. Um, And then you have places like Mandarake, which is has books, but it also has a lot of like secondhand anime merch. Mm. Has a lot of. uh, Obviously, a lot of dojins, a lot of like secondhand by the stuff. Way, secondhand, by the way, in Japan, take that with a grain of salt because secondhand basically just means it was owned by another person at one time, but it doesn't look like it at all. That person has not opened it or this touched it. This is so shrink wrapped. It, I just so, I don't want it. Their, their standards are very high over there with figures. Um, if you if you put something brand new next to yeah. something that's secondhand, you most of the time won't be able to tell the difference. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Um, mine... You know where my money's going anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, mine, um, so this is a, a, someone that, like, I'll, I'll give, like, two examples. One shop I like of living there, and then one, like, when visiting. Uh, since I've lived in Japan, I really love Daiso, mm. um, because everything is 100 yen, which is roughly, like, one dollar or one euro, maybe even less. And um, I really like it because it doesn't feel cheap when you do it. Usually when I go to, like, a one dollar market it i feel cheap mm. like and then i know that this product quality isn't like great quality but for some reason daiso is like such amazing quality and everything's for one dollar um so that's like really handy uh when you need like household stuff or need something on the go um the second one definitely mandarake like he was saying i bought my keyblade from there i made a whole video on like me shopping for this keyblade that now it goes for two thousand dollars online because mm. they don't make it anymore. Because uh, it lights up and it makes um, the sounds, sounds. yeah, yes. and it makes a keyblade on the wall. It's pretty awesome. And I love where you put it in your house as well. Oh yeah, you saw it on top of the <laughs> thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it goes for like two k on there. But then for some reason, sometimes whoever puts the price at Mandarake doesn't do that heavy research so, mm. so i think i got for like 300 bucks yeah, oh, wow. you can find some what? insane wow. deals at and it was and it was unopened so i don't know who the heck decided to go sell that <laughs> i know i hope they have great luck in their life yeah <laughs> if you want to go to mandarake there's the one in akihabara mm. and then the other one is in what's the other one there's one in shibuya there's one in nakano broadway mm. yeah there's yeah it's definitely something that foreigners don't think of going to but if you are an anime fan and otaku like definitely go there mm. yeah i will be yeah so speaking of manga and figurines what was the last manga and figure you bought the last manga you don't even buy yours anymore yeah no. i bought yours <laughs> she bought me a lot of figurines so i've i've been good on figurines for a while but uh i recently just bought in terms of manga i recently just bought uh this manga called grappler baki mm-hmm. which is like a, a manga from like the seven like late 70s early 80s it's like a fighting manga um because like for me like i've been kind of on this thing where like i like going back to reading these like classic manga that were around before i was born uh and grapple baki is one of them so i bought that i bought like 42 volume set for like four thousand yen wow it was like 40 bucks 
which is like standard. Over here, you're looking at about 200 euro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe more. Yeah. Maybe more. And that's probably second hand. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. yeah, but like in terms of figurines, like she bought me all the ones I basically oh, yeah. wanted for my mm -hmm. birthday. So I've been good on figurines. I think all our viewers have seen that video. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> no. Uh, it w I just thought it'd be funny because, like, for a straight month, I told him, like, oh, I don't know what to get you. But really, I was already, uh, like, a month ahead. Um, Where were you hiding him? My closet. And he has well no done. reason to be in there. <laughs> so, like, yeah, no, it was hard to get to the clothes some days. Mm. So, But, yeah, no, I, I uh, for anyone listening to this that didn't know, I bought Joey... Uh, his favorite waifu, Shinobu, from Monogatari. And I bought him every figure that he did not have, and I know that he wanted. Yeah. That was major. Literally Ouch. everyone I wanted yeah. for, like, the past year she had. I was like, all right, well, I'm good. Yeah, but the pressure's on for my birthday now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah good luck with that. Yeah, yeah. My, but my figures, um, I bought... I, I buy a lot of Kingdom Hearts stuff because I'm mm. a huge fanatic, and I just bought uh, the most up-to-date ones. But other than that... Um, I'm quite picky with what figures I get because I don't have a figure cabinet like him. Mm. And then my manga, I actually... There you go, there's an idea. Yo, oh, there figure you cabinet. Go. Hey. <laughs> if you can fit it in your room. Filled with figures. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> yeah, um, and the manga, uh, it's actually quite hard for me to go shopping for manga in Japan because mm. I still can't read fluently yet. Mm. Um, but someday. Yeah. So apart from where you're living right now, where would be your ideal place to live? Um, no money, Yokohama. No restrictions. Yeah, there's a, there's an area in it's outside of Tokyo. Mm. There's an area in uh, Yokohama called uh, Shona, mm. and it's along this coastline, and uh, and it's near this island that we really like going to called Enoshima. It's this beautiful area, and uh, surprisingly, a lot of anime has been based around that area because it's just so aesthetic. Um, and we've been to Enoshima. Like, like four or five times at least uh, yeah. and we've loved it every single time and I've fully explored that area and it's this perfect mix of city and but like the calmness and lightness of like a small town mm. and I just love that little mix and it has like the big Buddha as well like Kamakura yeah it's near oh, Kamakura and like Yokohama yeah. and like it, there's a lot of like big cities that are right mm. near it as well so it's very convenient mm. and you can get into Tokyo from there in like an hour yeah, so it's, it's, it's not bad at all. Mm -hmm. um, and so, like, my little dream is to, like, have a house there mm. just because it's it's so pretty out yeah. there and I love it. And uh, that would be nice. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Where else? <laughs> uh, I know. In Japan? Yeah, no. It's just, like, a nice house somewhere, really. Yeah. yeah. That's all our dreams. Yeah. <laughs> a nice house. Yeah, just, just a nice, a nice house. house. Yeah. A nice house. No people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Now, um, seeing as you're almost a year living in Japan, do you think you've finally grown accustomed to it? I think so, actually. Um, my my knowledge in speaking Japanese has only ever gotten better. Um, I think I can pretty much do almost everything on my own now. Uh, yeah, you don't have any problems. I just can't go to like the tax office and mm. stuff. Uh, but, you know, that stuff I shouldn't go be doing by myself anyway. But anyways, yeah. Um, and then as far as like things like business meetings and different customs when you meet people for the first time or how you should behave in public. I think me coming in and out of Japan already, mm -hmm. uh, I wanted to just test the waters on and off all the time before I decided that this is my new life. And I think just doing that and having someone who is more in Japanese culture than I am uh, has really helped. So I think once it's like to the two-year mark, I think it'll pretty 
I've pretty much gotten everything down. Mm. Yeah. I think so. Mm. And from there, it's just the language. Mm-hmm. Like, you've so. been, like, studying. Yeah, yeah. There's some things, though, that I, that I hold on to uh, as a foreigner. Um, like, sometimes, you know, I'll say things, like, out loud uh, if, I, if something bad happens. Because in Japan, mm. you usually, like, keep to yourself. But when someone, let's say, messes with you, I will, like, say something. So, but once I speak English, I think people will just kind of get the vibe. Yeah, they'll understand. Oh, she <laughs> probably doesn't live here. Yes, they got it. So, yeah. It's not like you're shouting baka down the train or yeah, anything. Yeah, no, no, no. It's more like if I just, like, can't be bothered sometimes. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, luckily Tokyo, though, uh, since we're so close and I'm mainly there almost all the time, mm. uh, they're, they're used to foreigners. So... It's, it's okay, yeah. So what would you like to do next with your channels? Is there any uh, direction you want to go? or? Not really. I, I kind of just want to like keep creating stuff that... Uh, my, my motto for the past couple of years has been I want to make stuff that nobody has ever seen mm. um, and but they've always secretly wanted. And I think I've done like a pretty okay job at it so far. Um, <laughs> It's basically like just a, a race against time of who's going to get bored first, me making the videos or my audience watching the videos. And like, I preferably would like myself to get bored mm. first. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I don't know, just making all sorts of stuff and kind of just testing the boundaries on like, what kind of content can I make while also holding on to the anime theme mm. of it all. Um, and I mean, everything I've tried so far, people have enjoyed, so... But then other than that, like, for me at least, like, I've been striving a lot more for stuff outside of YouTube. So, like, mm. I've been doing a lot more, like, voice acting stuff recently. And, like, I've been trying to write a book. I want to get back into writing music. And, like, I have all these other passions. As much as I love anime, I have all these other passions that I want to try and kind of expand uh, for the foreseeable future. So, I think for me right now, it's just, like, trying to find that balance of doing stuff outside of YouTube while also keeping my channel's content fresh and different and unique for everybody watching it. Yeah. That's great to hear. Yeah. Um, um, right now, I don't know as far as the channel like long term because already I'm in the middle of sort of not really changing it, but kind of been more broader because I was stuck with anime for a really long time. But since moving to Japan, I think my personality, everyone kind of gets that I'm just a notaku just like anyone else. Mm. I don't really have like what i would say like the the pinnacle opinion of anime i just watch it just like everyone else and just make fun of myself watching it so now that i live in japan i've actually been integrating more japanese like vlogs and stuff because i know that if someone really likes anime it tends to put japanese culture in front of you so it's quite common for anime fans to live the weeb dream and go to japan right so um yeah and then i just kind of have been doing that and I have a few more videos that that I have planned that are have nothing to do with anime or Japan, mm. and that'll be my test on how to do things. Because the thing with YouTube is that you can't really do the same thing for a long time and expect the same people, the same amount of people, to be there as when you grew up. People and new creators come in, people move, they change. So it's up to you to change as well. Um, luckily, I'm personality, so really anything that I do. Uh, will probably kind of be new, maybe. Um, as far as like off projects, I do have a few things that I can't say right now, but um, I would like to still work around the anime industry in mm. some way, shape, or form, even after YouTube. Mm. Um, 
And I swear to God, if my kids don't like anime, I'm going to be so heartbroken. <laughs> they have no idea what they're we've going been... up for adoption. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Disowned. Dang it. Go live with your grandparents. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> so. That kind of just answered that question outside YouTube. What would you like to do with your careers? Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah. So apart from that, what would you be doing this year for Christmas? And will you be buying a Fukubuku rose this year? Oh. Um, well, I want to mm. um, because uh, Japan has like all sorts of different Fukubuku rose. And weirdly enough, I've never done any videos on Fukubuku rose. And I feel I've like, that's something I should have done years ago. Yeah, I've watched a lot of videos on Fukubuku Oh, yeah. <laughs> And uh, so I definitely want to try and do that, but it's going to be hard for us because we're going to be in America for Christmas oh, and New Year's this yeah. year. But hopefully when we come back, I'll be able to nab some of them. I mean, I've done a few like bag videos, like unbagging stuff, because they have the they still sell lucky bags mm. outside of like a lot of shops. But like the lucky bag day is like the huge one that everyone mm. wants. And um, but I mean, yeah, whenever the whenever I get the chance and the time to wake up at five in the morning to do such a thing, then we'll see. But yeah, no, we'll be in America during this Christmas. But next Christmas, hopefully. Who knows? Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> so in your spare time, what other YouTubers do you watch? Uh, yeah, who have I been watching recently? I've been watching Perskastat. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if you know them. They are... They are phenomenal. <laughs> uh, they just reached, I think, 10, 10 million subscribers. Wow. Yeah, um, they are a very well animated team. Like, they make animations, but the animations are to educate you on general topics in the world, which I know this is quite strange for, like, anyone who thinks I'm just 100% anime, but um, no, uh, they, you know, uh, they explain it to you like you're five, mm. and then they kind of share both sides, and then they... Leave with your opinion, but the animation that they do is just so aesthetic. Um, even if you put on the subtitles, the captions on YouTube, they somehow been able to edit that to make it aesthetic too. Oh wow! Yeah, you should. Uh, Kurskastat. I know that's really hard to. I think they call Kurskastat in a nutshell. Yeah, Kurskastat in a nutshell. Just put K U R and it'll. I'll definitely be looking that. Yeah, they. Yeah, they're, really good. yeah they're uh, from. They're somewhere in Europe because I know that they've made like two videos explaining what Brexit is to mm. everyone who doesn't know because I need. No. People still don't know. Yeah. Oh, okay, good. No one knows. <laughs> yeah, they explain Brexit. They don't know. <laughs> uh, Brexit, organic versus inorganic vaccines. Uh, yeah, so a lot of debates that you hear right mm. now on the internet, they've covered. So oh. it's really cool. Definitely. I'll be looking that up. Yeah. Um, yeah, I also don't really watch a whole lot of like anime content, weirdly mm. enough. Like, I obviously watch, you know, like Aki's stuff and like my friend's stuff. Oh, that's nice. I didn't know you watched like videos. <laughs> So like you that's know, the I, extra view. Yeah, that's <laughs> like yeah, that's the extras. Um, but like I watch uh, like a lot of like basically like a lot of channels that kind of fulfill my other hobbies and whatnot. So like you know, before YouTube, I I was a musician a lot of the time. So like I watch a lot of like uh, Needle Drop, who's like a like a music reviewer guy. Um, yeah, just a lot of Japanese YouTubers as well. Like some of them are really really fun and funny to watch. Meme uh, compilations. Meme watch. compilations. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just when we're bored. Try not to laugh. Yeah. yeah. And lo-fi hip hop. Yeah. Smash Brothers compilations. Yeah. You know, so that's like that. Yeah. We live like an old couple. We don't really like watch anyone regularly. We just kind of. Just watch whatever, whatever we feel yeah, like, really. Feel like, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Mine are usually Japan vlogs or cooking shows. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Basically. Mm -hmm. So, um, what is a sponsor sponsorship? Can I even say that word? Sponsorship. Thank you. That you really want. That I really want? Mm. Oh, jeez. That's 
god. That'll bring in all of them. God, there's, there's actually so many I do love to work with. Yeah. I'd love to work for, like, well, right now, like, uh, I've been mainly signing to bigger companies because mm-hmm. I want to kind of get up the ladder there, but... Sanrio? Yeah, Sanrio, mm-hmm. dude. Oh, yeah, that was oh the... Oh, my God. Yeah, that was the most... Uh, that's probably the biggest one I've done. Um, It wasn't a paid thing, though. It was just, like, kind of a collab and mm-hmm. kind of an introduction, but maybe from there we can do, like, a paid thing, but... uh, it, Yeah, no, they had me go around Japan and... uh. Like, in one of those things where the guys, like, mm. carry you on the rickshaw with Retsuko. Yeah. Yes, and Retsuko was, like, doing that the that whole time. That was just amazing. Yeah. I wasn't <laughs> expecting that because when they said, oh, come in, well, we'd love to introduce you to Retsuko, I didn't think it would be in that way. So what that was was actually, like, a business meeting. <laughs> so was crazy. I don't understand who does this. Um, but in the future, I'd love to work with uh, Hot Topic. That's Ooh. just a personal thing. Because I feel like... Because you use them a lot as well. Yeah, because I yeah. feel like anime fans, like Hot Topic has been kind of like the sanctuary of like, you get me. <laughs> you understand what I like to do. Because like, let's admit, like outside of Japan, I feel like a lot of us live in towns and yeah. like cities that don't embrace. So whenever there's a con, like, what is that? What's anime? Then you go to Hot Topic, it's like, come here, child. I got you. So yeah, no, I'd love to work with them just as like a kind mm. of personal thing. Yeah, um, like... The biggest one I did was with KFC mm. when I did the KFC dating simulator, which mm. was weird. Jealous. Um, <laughs> and like I don't know, I've like I've been really fortunate to like work with a lot of companies um, that I really like. So like I did stuff for uh, visual arts, who are like the creators of uh, Clanad and mm. Air and Angel Beats, and they're like my favorite visual novel studio. Mm. And I've worked with them quite closely. Um, I know people. all terribly, terribly sad. Yeah, exactly. Um, I still haven't met Maya Dejun, though, the creator. So, like, that's, like, a huge goal for me. Um, and, like, I know people at Shonen Jump. Um, I just haven't really done anything with them yet because it's really frustrating to work with Japanese companies because they take forever. Yeah. Um, I don't really have, like, someone who I want to, like, really work with now. It's just basically if I can get any opportunity, then I'll, I'll, mm. I'll take it. Yeah. If it's something that interests me, yeah. yeah. I can't really think of anyone off the top of my head at the moment. But. Okay, so final question. What are your plans for next year and what are you looking forward to most? Uh, hopefully still being on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hopefully still being alive on this That's kind content. of like the everyday, like, oh, has my channel been deleted today? <laughs> Log in. Oh, thank God. <laughs> That's, uh, that, but other than from the daily routine, uh, I'd love to open up some some of those projects I can't say mm. now um, mm. that hopefully we'll do okay. Um, don't worry, I'm not writing a book. <laughs> I I, like, oh, you are. Yeah, I, no, I feel like uh, right now there's been a lot of YouTubers coming out with books and mm. uh, coming out with a clothing line and stuff. Um, I was going to do one, but when that hype came up, I was like, I feel like I'm just kind of adding more. So there's, I don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see what goes on. Um, I'm just looking forward to being more in Japan yeah. <laughs> and traveling more. Yeah. yeah, I'm not writing an autobiography, so oh, I'm actually writing like a fictional story. <laughs> so I'm, I want to be a little bit different. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know, just like meeting more cool creators that I can do stuff with. Um, as I said, like pursuing more stuff outside of YouTube, so like more voice acting work, hopefully more music stuff. Finally, hopefully finishing that book and releasing it. Um, yeah, basically just like you know doing as much creative stuff as I can mm. while I still can because mm-hmm. that's like the really cool thing about YouTube is that 
you know, yes, YouTube is a full-time job, but it's also so flexible in how much time you can actually spend on it. So it's like, why not utilize that flexible time by doing all sorts of cool stuff and see if it works, like see if it sticks. And if it doesn't stick, then you can just go back to making YouTube videos. It's, you it's know. another experience. Exactly. Yeah, it's it. like, you know, you might as well try and experience it. If it works for you, great. If it doesn't, oh well, at least you tried. So that's, yeah, just trying new things is what I'm looking forward to next year. Well, thank you both very much for thank that you. interview. No thank, thank you. Thank you so much. much. Yeah. Bye, guys. Subscribe, I guess. Okay. <laughs>